0: Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. The majesty of God is brilliantly declared in His creation. From the spectacle of changing colors in the autumn to the shimmering snow on evergreen branches in the winter to the blooming flowers in a myriad of colors we see in the spring to the clear, cool, crisp waters of the summer that beckon us to behold beauty and to give glory to their creator. David calls us in this psalm to behold the beauty of God's creation and to see the incredible purpose of God's grand design. Psalm 8 To the Choir Master, according to the Giddith, a Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants you have established strength because of your foes, to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? and the Son of Man that you care for Him. Yet you have made Him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned Him with glory and honor. You have given Him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under His feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens, and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! In this psalm, the psalmist, David, draws our attention first to God's glorious creation. Whenever we see a beautiful sunrise or sunset, it is awe-inspiring. But it's never intended for us to merely stop at the majesty of what we behold, but to then think of the majesty of the one who created it. In fact, this is what all of creation is for, that we would give honor and glory to him who made it. This brings us back to Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Out of a formless void, God makes all things and makes them for his glory and makes them good. He makes male and female, man in his own image, imago Dei, made in the image of God. And the psalmist is astounded by this. What is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? God has crowned mankind with glory and honor and then given us the glorious task of being his stewards to have dominion over all that he has made and all things that God has made, he puts under the feet of his creation. He says this in verse six, that you have put all things under his feet, under the feet of man, sheep and oxen, beasts of the field, birds, fish, everything that God has made It is for our enjoyment, but is also for our stewardship. This is part of man's glorious purpose. Whatever we eat or drink, we are to do all to God's glory. And that includes even the enjoyment of what it is God has created. But we know not all things stayed good, that indeed there was corruption. And the psalmist is not ignorant of that. He breaks the pattern that we see with the beginning of praise to the majestic God, the beginning and the end then a first set of wonder about what God has made above in the heavens, and then down on the earth below, and in the middle, this amazement at what God has made. But he also recognizes enemies. He sees that there are foes. Well, that's not God's original design. He made things good. It was man who then chose to rebel, who brought sin into the world through the consequences of a fallen world God shows us that there is a consequence for sin. Sin will always corrupt even the most beautiful and the most glorious things that God makes. So we see in this a chorus of creation. And I love how Robert Rick Godfrey comments on this. He says that the praise offered to the creator in the psalm arises from a fallen world. God has enemies even in the midst of the splendor of his beautifully ordered creation. These enemies seem strong, bent on vengeance against God and his people, but they will be silenced. They are silenced not directly by God's coming in judgment. Rather, the triumph of God in silencing his enemies comes through children, the very weakest of his agents. This is the cause of God that succeeds even when children and infants are his champions. Spurgeon comments on this and says, How often will children tell us of a God whom we have forgotten? Did not the children cry Hosanna in the temple when proud Pharisees were silent and contemptuous? And did not the Savior quote these very words as a justification of their infantile cries? What a great and glorious reminder to see in this psalm that even as God has set his glory above the heavens, outside of everything that we could ever comprehend, we see his works that he has made and placed in the moon and the stars, and we have come to him recognizing there is yet one group that will praise him. The mouth of babies and infants will be the ones that he establishes his strength through. It is always the weak that God uses to shame the strong. The enemies and the Avengers think they may have an upper hand on this majestic God, but he always shows them that his way will endure even when it is through the smallest of lives. This is a glorious reality and should bring us to worship and to see the beauty of God's glorious creation and then to take seriously the stewardship that we have as man's glorious purpose comes to fruition in giving God, the majestic one, the creator, the designer, all of the glory and praise that he deserves. What a wonderful reminder As we look at those beautiful sunsets, we should think of the one who is majestic and created them all. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your glorious creation. You are majestic. Your name is in all the earth, and it is exalted above all the earth. Father, we thank you for making us with dignity and honor that you have made us in your image and that the value of every single human being is grounded in that. Whether we realize it or not, we are made for a purpose, and you have put all things under our feet for our stewardship. May we do so for the glory of our King, for the care of our sovereign Creator, and that your name would be held as majestic. We worship you and thank you for this psalm, for your word that challenges us and that enables us to serve you and to praise your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Call to Words podcast. For more content, just visit CalledToWords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.